0: We're talking real money.
1: Tis the season to accomplish nothing. Fala la 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 -la 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 -la. la-la-la-la. Gotta hate it when two holidays fall on Wednesdays. I just wrote that song just now. Can you tell?
2: I believe you just did, (laughs) yes. I I would copyright
1: it immediately and uh, throw it right out soon. Have have you noticed the world feels weird (laughs) when you have Christmas on a Wednesday and New Year's on a Wednesday? It's like... I feel every day feels like, like Sunday or something. I, I, I go, it is, just, isn't
2: it Sunday today? I, I hate to complain, but as a business guy, really two greatest wasted weeks in the history. Of, I, I know it's not a waste because you having fun. Seemed, I had a great Christmas season. No, it's but a waste. On, really, no, it's, it's a waste. It's, it's, uh, see,
1: I don't mind saying it's a waste. <laughs> it's a waste. <laughs>
2: All right. So
1: It's a waste. I mean, it's like New Year's Day. What kind of a holiday is that? I don't get it. You don't even really celebrate anything on New Year's Day. You get drunk the night before, and then you sleep off your hangover. There you go. There's a reason. All right. Bah humbug. Hi. Live from New York. That's true. It's half of Talking Real Money.
2: Not the better half. That's for sure. Well, it depends on your perspective. Okay, true enough.
1: It depends on whose wife you ask. That's good. Mine might say the better half. Oh, I'm sure I'm don't know. she would. I'm certain she well, would. Well, I wouldn't count on it, but I said that's why I said might. I don't want to count on anything. Anyway, hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> He's what? Don. What? No, wait. Come on. Okay. I'm Don. That's Tom. Somebody's in New York. I think it's me. That's you and uh we we are actually here that's why i mentioned the christmas new year's thing because you may think we're like fake but we're real no uh you can call us today and get those nagging into the year money questions answered get on the right track for a new year and in addition to getting answers to your burning questions you will also get a free ticket to the retirement event of the year coming up in 2020, Retire Me 2020.
2: And Three. how do they do that? They call us. What's the number?
1: Oh, yeah. That would be 855-935-TALK, 855
2: Okay. And we need to be honest with ourselves on the show today that we are really... We're so just are the, we not usually? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we kind of are, but today especially, because let's be honest, we're just the placeholder for the return... Really? I mean, we're just waiting for the return. For the return. Yeah. of What are we waiting for the return of? Oh, come on. Everybody in Seattle's holding their breath till tomorrow the night return? for the return of Marshawn Lynch. It's the, it doesn't and nothing yeah. else matters. I mean, there hasn't been a more Wait. anticipated return like this since the Swallows returned to San Juan Capistrano, probably, or, or since summer returned to Seattle, you know? Or Disney put out The Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, whatever. or... The Return or, of
1: the Other Jedi.
2: Since this is a money show, or The Return of the Best Investment for the 2000-teens, or whatever you call it. Really? Right? Yeah. that's The Best Investment yeah. for the 2010s? 2010s, thank you. I don't know <sighs> what to call them. I'm glad they're gone, because they're hard to, you know... come 2020 was it, was is
1: easy. Corn was, futures? No nope. Bunion futures? Keep going. Yeah, I got corns and bunions yeah. in <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> doing
2: well there. What is it? I'm Come thinking, on, thinking. What on. could
1: it be? It's not stocks. I mean,
2: well, okay. it could be a stock, but no, it not not that I know of. No, not one stock. I'm trying I'm to think of no. what it could be. This investment uh, I, I, turned one dollar into ninety thousand dollars in the two thousand tens. One buck, ninety. Well, grand. according to by the way, Bank I, of
1: America. So I might as well not prolong the You're agony. Hate and-
2: the answer. You're literally going to hate the answer. I, I, I
1: generally I hate most of the answers you give to these kinds of <laughs> come questions. On, but go come ahead, on. go ahead, go ahead. This kind of question, not 90, all your questions.
2: 000, uh, bit, yeah. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> Fractions of a penny, yeah. Bitcoin, and now it's trading. I think it's somewhere around seven thousand. But just think, yeah, you would have turned
1: that dollar into like two hundred thousand dollars if you'd sold out in twenty
2: eighteen. Well, that's true because it was at twenty thousand, and now it's at seven. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so that's so true. Yeah.
1: yeah, your timing would have so been. So you better. really took a big hit. Um, but 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 I got to tell you, I'm ha- I'm having an issue. I'm yes. having an issue yes. with the whole concept of calling putting money in Bitcoin investing. I mean, if you're going to call <laughs> that's if you're going to call putting way. money yeah. in Bitcoin investing, Fair then enough. I have you beat. I have I okay. don't have you beat. Actually, what's her name? I, I'm going to give her give you her name. What's her name? Where'd she go? Marilyn Dumoulin of, say, uh, of British her. British Columbia, Canada. Mm-hmm. She turned a yeah. dollar into $700,000 with one pull of a slot machine <laughs> at the Treasure to- Cove Casino in Prince George, Canada.
2: Yeah, well, my first problem is I don't get to Prince George that often. So
1: well, you know. missed out. She put three dollars. Yeah. Into a slot machine. Uh, she
2: put three, and how much came out? Two point one million dollars. <laughs> okay, I'm changing my summer vacation plans. Two That's point one million Whoa. dollars. So you're equating Bitcoin to the the random one armed bandit pull? Y-
1: yes, okay. you are right, sir. Yes. <laughs> okay, you yes, yeah. I would I would say you Kinda are correct. Yes, because. Bitcoin is is really, it's it's just air.
2: You're not going to get into Facebook's launch of the Libra digital currency? No. All
1: oh, right. come on. I don't even think that's going
2: to happen. Right. I think Facebook
1: has so many other issues. It's <laughs>
2: like, in the holes, dude, <laughs> don't tick Congress
1: off with a cyber currency, cryptocurrency yet. Just chill. 855-935-TALK, our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Got a question? Does it have something to do with money? well we're your guys i'm don that's tom we're the money show on como and on the internet and it's free to call us at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 i'm in new york city visiting my mom tom's in the studio in seattle right
2: i am indeed and i'm waiting for Marshawn lynch everybody is everybody
1: manda 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 factor the, the anchor the anchor in the morning on uh, uh, like christmas eve was it christmas eve I think yeah i was. think it was christmas yeah. eve yeah yeah she i do the morning re- financial reports the market reports and manda just forgot about me because <laughs> she said she was distracted by the fact that marshawn lynch was coming
2: back it's like it was a close that is a comet coming close to the earth or something right, well it was it, gravitational it, pull it, I mean, come it come actually trumped christmas for her <laughs> wow well, she's Better a big she's, than Christmas. she's a big Seahawks fan. I know she went down to L. A. to see them play the Rams. So that and be you know, excuse. I tell you, there's just so. nothing like a um, uh, there's
1: nothing like Amanda in those lime green stretch pants. <laughs> that's, I'm going to let
2: you say that.
1: Yeah. on on the air good luck Woo! i'm in trouble Uh, i hope i hope manda doesn't actually listen she said she did on friday but i hope she doesn't i was i was kidding Manda. i've never seen you in lime green stretch pants 855-935-TALK is our number 855-935-8255 and before i dig myself an even
3: deeper hole
1: jim's up it's your turn to make fun of people jim welcome to talking real money
2: hey jim merry new year how are you
3: Hi, thank you very much. Good afternoon. Hi. Two questions. Two questions. First, you were talking about gambling, and you talk about gambling a lot with investing. You equate the two. Here's my question. Yeah. Yes. I I sometimes talk about the state lottery, and I have two sayings. Which do you think I should use, and which would you agree with more? First, I say it's a tax on the poor because so many poor people buy the lottery tickets compared to people who are well off. And the other one okay. I say is attack them stupid, stupid because you know you're you, 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 if you want to gamble anything better than the uh, than the state lottery. So, do you guys have any thoughts on? Yeah,
2: yeah
1: um, I'm going to St. George. I'm going to St. George, BC, for my 2.1 millioners. Whatever, Big George, yeah, Prince I'm not, George. Or- I'm
2: not. a fan. By I think by the way we were talking about. I think the casino in. In Canada is not state-sponsored. I struggle with state-sponsored gambling. I have since it came been started in the 1980s. I just don't think it's a good idea because we did a story a couple weeks ago about how the average person. This hard still hard to believe. The average person in America spends like a thousand dollars a year on lottery tickets. Why are they buying them? Well, they're buying them because they're hoping. They're going to be that one person that has pays the three bucks and gets the whatever milk. Actually, right? they're they're doing it. They actually,
1: I'm telling you the, the 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 thinking is, and this is where I want to vote for tax on stupid, because uh, and I think we should vote on one or the other, tax on the poor, tax on. I think Isn't it's a tax an on stupid next
2: year. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I think it's a
1: tax on stupid because uh, you ask if you I've seen interviews where people are asked why do you buy lottery tickets because somebody's going to win. Why not me?
2: Yeah. But it's the it's
4: the
2: it's the get rich quick aspect that I hate of it. In other words, I'm doing this. Be, and do I think it taxes people have less money? Sure, because they probably are bigger spenders of that in ways they can't afford. I bet Bill Gates does not buy a lot of lottery tickets, even though that's not a great example. I haven't bought one in thirty five years. Not that's that I'm, what uh, you Bill know, I, and rich that's rich what was. I said the not the last
1: time we talked about this story. I'm going at a thousand. If people are spending a thousand dollars a year, then there are a bunch of people yeah. way over yeah. that to make up for me. Yeah. Because I just I, I, I the
2: temptation doesn't exist just, for me. It doesn't do anything. And and I, by the way, even when I go to Vegas, I really only go there now for the shows and for the football, of course. But no. uh,
1: yeah, well you need you have not yet adopted the Don McDonald Yes, uh, I know
2: the two drinks. The Don, Don McDonald
1: guaranteed winners strategy in Vegas. Go ahead. Guaranteed yeah. to win money yeah. if you get a few quarters uh, usually it's $20 in quarters now my wife and i do this together so it's a social event okay we can talk and hang out together we go to the bar with the poker machines and you no matter how great the temptation is to put four quarters in to increase your return you don't do it Just because one the quarter? point is one quarter at a time the point is to stay at the bar for the duration of your date with your significant other or so that you get free drinks while you're gambling yeah and you by the time you're done you've gambled 20 dollars and you've gotten two or three free
2: drinks okay that's the other part of the equation you made money I don't I really am not a drinker so then how does it work for me well, even then, if you're and I'm not really a whole lot of fun a, either. How much guess, is so. a Coke?
1: It's like three bucks. Uh, so okay, you get fair enough.
2: By the way, I want to finish the thought what Jim asked because he said we're we're equating right. gambling with investing. This is a very important point. When you invest properly, widely diversified index style or index mutual funds at relatively low costs and a lot of stocks, that's not gambling. That not is, in, you're investing in right. companies that have not necessarily great futures, but a lot of them will. When you're gambling, the, the odds are on the house's side. That's not true in investing.
1: Right. But I, an think what Jim meant. I think what Jim meant is that we call a lot of things that people yeah. think of as investing, true. true, speculation or gambling. That's true. Because the reality is that so much of what you do, With your money that you call investing
2: isn't. Well, okay, that's an easy one. That's owning individual stocks. I still see people come in the office every day that have a company they believe in. Often, it's the company they work for. We had one recently, a person works at Costco. Do you know what Costco's up this year, year year-to-date? I looked it up. A lot. 42%. Wow. And I had to tell that person they should be selling out of it. How popular was I? I mean, what am I, an idiot or something? I got all Costco's going straight up. And it's and you, but here, here,
1: uh, just make sure everybody understands what Tom just said. He is not telling you to sell Costco because it is high. It's that you you can't expect that. It's just you, it it could go even higher. Probably will, but we don't know.
2: By the way, the That's longer the you hold a company stock the riskier it is. It has to be, because right. the longer a company's around, more bad things potentially can happen. So,
1: But what you're really talking about, and I, I don't want people to confuse what you're saying okay. with what we hate, which is trying to predict you're not predicting well we going to go down
2: because there's a yeah. lot of them predictions going around right now my friend <laughs> oh tis the, yeah, i hate
1: this time of year for a variety of reasons so we'll one of them on is that, yeah. one of them is one of them is predictions the other one of them is year end synopses like it's bad enough when we have a year that doesn't start a new decade where it's like the the 20 things that happened in 2017. You don't like yeah, it because somebody
2: else is compiling those for you and you'd rather do it yourself?
1: No, I'd rather not look back. That's the past. It's done. Thanks. Oh, come I already read. come on. Really? I read about it oh, already. You're a history guy. I already guy. know. But not the history of last year. <laughs> okay where does the line to be drawn i, do, I remember ago, last year oh, tell me about sakes. you know tell me about world war one oh. i'm gonna go see 1970 oh, yeah, i'm
2: looking forward to that yeah so tell okay. me about All that right. fair enough wanna, tell well, me about lincoln thing, i do want to see that one about the 19th century balloonist too that's on netflix somebody no Christmas it's on telling...
1: amazon prime okay excuse me. Tell me it's on amazon it's all, Prime. all
2: i do is say it into the thing and it t- puts yeah. any, i don't know what channel it's the, on the aeronauts yeah i want to see that
1: y- yeah i think that's it 855-935-TALK is our number give us a call are talking real money. download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com
0: your guides to a really great financial future
1: Don are talking real money 855-935-8255 is our phone number 855-935-TALK you get to ask questions and we get to give you answers and most of the time they're going to be well considered and generally accurate but sometimes we mess up <laughs> can't promise anything <laughs> 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 it's free it's really 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 easy and by the by the by you will for calling the show and asking a question get a free ticket to retire me 2020 and, or you can get two of them and there's somebody calling right now. Call them. Uh, are you, get the call. two of them for $5. You and another and person can go for $5. It what? sounds
2: like a long time from now, but it's like seven weeks, and it'll sell probably in about four weeks.
3: This is oh, the it lo- will last, sell out. This is the last weekend yeah. for this,
2: the lower prices, which are 10 bucks a head or 15 a couple, which is ridiculously inexpensive. Right. Prices start going up, and sales start. We're about... Uh, what are we about a third of the way 20 or something? i don't forget but it's yeah it's tw- so, about 25 percent. yeah so it's 25 percent, yeah, uh, and this is early for yeah. it to be that yeah, so sold out don't miss it we have we have a g- the best lineup i can honestly say we've ever had
1: yeah we've marshawn lynch is coming back
2: <laughs> no more football guys you already got mad at me for the last one i know we you did. know, he's back, first year, he's back in seattle he's back in seattle yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah doing well. something
2: that won't work out yeah, that I agree, well for I agree. him we're talking. Are we going to say who it Jim Zorn. is? Jim Zorn. Yeah. Jim Zorn. We invited yeah, Jim we to say speak, Jim, and, Jim and Zorn. they asked us ahead of time, "What do you want him to talk about?" And I said, "Anything except football stories. Don't do football stories." And we right, to we get said, up and do "Talk for about retirement." Minutes. He spent an hour on football stories. Anyway, that's okay, yeah. Jim. So, it's all right. You want to go to the eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Yeah, we can go okay. to the phones if you want. Yeah, sure, I'm we, good I with that. That's why we live. I know. Okay. It's eight five five nine three five eight two five five, and John joins us on talking real money hi john hi how can we help you say uh,
3: a couple of weeks ago you guys were discussing uh passing money down to your kids and to grandkids Mm -hmm. for the future and i got in on just the tail end of your conversation, so I missed a whole bunch of it, and I was wondering uh, if you could maybe clue me in. Well, I think what we
1: may have been talking about was—I I, kind of remember a call where we talked about one of the ways you can give a gift to a to a, a child with a job, for example, is with earned income, is to instead of giving them a, a, an expensive gift for the holidays, you just give them some money in their Roth IRA. The other thing we discussed a little bit was for younger children, where a grandparent or parent or whomever could set up a five twenty nine account for them, which pays for uh, a post-secondary education or even a, a primary or secondary education. And uh, we suggest people set those up through Utah's 529 plan, which is my529.com. So Another I'm option
2: not- is still the Uniform Gift to Minors Act. We may have touched on that. That came up as well. But I don't like that one as well. I'm more of a believer in education in the future. I, I ran into somebody the other day said, this kid's never going to college. They're like five years doesn't old. doesn't matter. How do then you know? they can go to trade school. That's they true. can go to trade or, school, too. Or the money too. could go to another child or grandchild within the family. So, But anyway. So.
1: Yeah, and I got to tell you, though, I really think this country, the country needs to move more toward not putting everyone in college after oh, yeah, high no, school, I, I but putting these kids, encouraging them to learn a very valuable, saleable trade.
2: Which one day you may learn too. I don't know when. How much? I'm how still working you on it. How many more years? I you went got? to the Columbia School of Broadcasting. I know, John. Does no, that, help? That, did, did that help? Does that help answer your question? So, five twenty nine Roth
3: or UGMA,
2: John? Okay.
3: Yeah, that I, I know you were talking about something, but I just didn't get it all, and I, I,
1: yeah. I, That's the only thing I can I remember is, is that we were talking about those things because there aren't a lot of options.
2: John. Okay. Well,
3: I'm going to um, his one of the grandkids' his parents were talking about that five twenty nine program yeah. just a few days ago and I thought I would Utah five twenty
2: nine. If you type that. in if you type in Utah five twenty nine on the air I mean on the air on the uh, Google on the, five, on the Google. My machine. five
1: my five two nine is the Utah Plan. M yeah, Y 529com 855-935-8255. That's our phone number, 855-935-TALK. We have lots of time to spend with you and a ton of really important things we can we can discuss, particularly getting your life pointed in the right direction financially.
0: Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: We're talking real money.
1: The money talk continues here on Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. You're invited to call us at 935 talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And I I I failed to make something really uh, to make something clear before, and I apologize. You you don't have to be named Jim or John to call. You can be, you can have other names, but it's there okay. doesn't
2: be a pattern apparently emerging here on the program. Right, there
1: is. So, <laughs> so far, we've talked to Jim and John, and, and guess, what? guess who? Guess what? Yeah. This is not the same Jim. This is another Jim. Uh, Jim, welcome to Talking Real Money.
2: Hey, Jim, how can we help you? <laughs> Hi, I guess I tuned in a little late. No, no. you're quite all right. <laughs> you're right on time. Hit it. Okay, yeah.
5: So my question is: So I work at Boeing, and um, we have the VIP fund that uh, we can either manage ourselves or financial engines. We can pay them a, a small fee to do it. So I've been there about uh, ten years, and I've acquired about eighty thousand dollars in my account. <clears throat> and I put, uh, I've uh, varied the percentages I put in year after year, but for the last few years, I've stuck at uh, you know eight that the company matches, and then. Uh, I also do, it, it, all in all, it totals out to be 15%. So <clears throat> there's about 10% in the VIP and then another 5% that I put that I have going into a Roth. Yeah. So this is total, you know.
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay. But how are you investing the money that's going in?
5: Well,. See, that's what I, I used to do it on my own, and I'd be able to tell you. But now that they do it, I I, I can't follow it as much. I, you know, I called them up last week and yeah. said, hey, these are a few things I want to get into. And they're like, oh, we can't do that. Nope. It's,
2: nope. You know, nope. we
5: structure our algorithms and stuff. And I'm like, hmm. So, yeah. so my I, point, so I, I went back and I looked. I went back and I looked, and I, I put about $10,000 in last year. Well, that only took me up about $10,000 in the account from what it was the year before. I don't see them really doing anything. And my other question is, I'm wondering about Roth conversions. So I'm curious about algorithms for these financial places. And then I'm curious about, um, should I be putting more money into my Roth and paying the tax now? And then
2: yeah, let's... what is the
5: conversion that I can do? Okay. At the end of the year, and do, how much will I pay on
2: that? I'm going to let Don take up the Roth part, but I'll take up the financial engines. We know financial engines. I have not seen specifically a portfolio of what they're doing in the VIP. So for me to say it's right or wrong is difficult. That said, and I don't think they time it. I don't think, because you're talking about an office, I don't I think, believe that they know. I, I, but my I question is. Because yeah, it's,
1: based on, it's based on the work of Bill Sharp.
2: Correct. My question to you, Jim, is, and by the way, for those of you listening who have money in the VIP, if you go to 401411.com, click on specific plans, we have our allocation in the VIP. It's balanced between U.S. and international. It has small in it. The decision. And it doesn't
1: cost anything.
2: Right. Ours free. doesn't have any additional cost. I would That's have to really... see what Financial Engineers is recommending. Yeah. But my, still, my question to you, Jim, is are you comfortable managing it on your own and not putting it all in either? Because what we see is people either put it in the stable value fund because that feels safe, or they only own one right. or two of the, you know, this is the point. And so sometimes I say, sure, it's worth paying them are you comfortable doing it on your own that's the question i'm getting to go ahead don he wants Well, to talk and about the, the other roth. thing
1: the other thing but before we get to the roth the other thing that you need to bear in mind is this holding anyone up to a single year of scrutiny is patently yeah. unfair yeah no i, I agree. uh you, you can't you can't judge them by year-to-year performance um, but again as tom said i have to see the portfolio to see what they have you in um if you could get hold of that and and give us a call we could go through it or you could call one of our advisors and they'll help you go through it for free we won't they won't try to because we can't manage that anyway we won't try to manage it uh but roth conversion let's go back to that so you're talking about converting a traditional to a roth jim
5: oh i'm sorry um i didn't i didn't explain it very well it, so this is this would be ketchup.
2: Yeah, just more, putting more money in, oh, okay, into the a Roth, a Roth conversion. instead of into the regular. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. Yeah,
1: we'll take a quick break. Um, yeah, the, the, the catch-up provisions are nice. Having a Roth is great. We love Roths. We love the tax-free aspect of it. We love the fact that it makes actually a pretty good estate planning tool. Uh, but you're limited to a little bit in those. But you can also do Roth 401ks. 855-935-TALK, our number.
0: Dawn and Don are talking real money.
1: Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, talkingrealmoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Planning for a better future, the whole point of this program. That's what we're trying to help you do, and you can call us to ask questions about money at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're talking to Jim about a couple of things, his uh, VIP
2: fund investments and catching up on a Roth. And so, Jim, tell me, how old are you? I'm 51. 51. And what is your current uh roughly your household income your kind of tax situation
5: um about 80
2: okay so singular,
5: good. yeah about yeah 80 singular
2: yeah okay so here's Single. what i i think for you at the still relatively young age i can say that uh yeah yeah <laughs> anyway. now we can't I when i
1: turned 50 i went this is old but not anymore
2: um i love i think you got a great strategy i think doing part of your money into the pre-tax as you just discussed into the pre-tax 401k the catch-up into the roth that gives you several different pots of money to draw on when you retire some will be money that you have to pay tax on some that will be money that comes out without any taxation so i think you're strategy is exactly right. I do I do think you should look at the website 401411.com, go to specific plans to see how we believe you should build the portfolio in the VIP, but if you're not comfortable doing that, having somebody like Financial Engines do it I think is a great idea. Okay,
1: see so we went from Jim to John to Jim. Oh, let's go to John again. Yeah, John, right.
2: welcome to talking real
3: money. John, you're back not back. How are you? Well, if it's if it makes you more comfortable, you can call me Ishmael. <laughs> okay all right
2: that's perfect thanks we're love. always chasing thanks. that great white whale thanks with, Moby uh, there we go. Anyway. all right bring her in all right Ismail, what do you got for us hit us <laughs> uh, or don't
3: this is a this is a more of a general issue question and not anything specific okay Diversification sounds more fun. Is good diversification is great it's absolutely essential it's the thing that I've seen way too many people screw up all the time because they think, Oh, well, you know, I've got this great knowledge of one industry, so I'm going to choose the one or two best from that industry and ignore everything else. Okay. You got us so far. Yeah. The question is the flip side of that. Index funds are a good way to force diversification. Index funds, frequently include investments that someone might not want to be in for reasons other than investment. For example, someone might not want to ever own a share of a tobacco stock.
2: Ah. You You can buy index funds that had to do that, by the way. Yep. They're called socially responsible funds. No, there's all kinds of them now.
3: Well, th- th- that's the easy instance. I'm aware of the socially responsible yeah. one. Okay. The hard question, and this is one I honestly have had no luck uh, trying to research, is how do you deal with a situation where someone is trying to avoid a conflict of interest with something that doesn't fall into one of those most easy-to-define categories? For example, oh, uh, thank you. I was hoping who, for an example. We're going to need it. Uh, yeah, here, here, here's an example. How about for someone who doesn't mind financial stocks, except that they have a conflict of interest regarding two particular financial institutions? Uh, let's, for the sake of discussion, let's just say Citibank and Chase. Yeah, that that they are lawyers suing those institutions
1: but you don't have a league i don't believe not legally uh, you can still invest in them uh, yeah because you're not directly investing in them so you have no voting power you have no voting power see the only conflict that i can see you would possibly have if you own citicorp stock for example you you have as an individual shareholder you have a vote and i can see where i mean Really stretching the imagination. Some judge somewhere could say, Yeah, well, as a voting member of that group, you have a conflict of interest, but when you own it through an index fund, you no longer have the right to vote those shares. The fund votes the shares.
2: You do have you do get a proxy vote on who runs the fund, you do get a proxy vote on certain things like that. That's that's the
3: all the control you have. Well, so I don't think there's a, voting, a real from a voting st- from a voting standpoint you're probably right uh, I do want to say that uh, it's not just some judge somewhere that might say that it's every judge everywhere and every state bar association everywhere but,
1: but in the case of an index fund though I I, I find I, I cannot I one I would know of no way around it let's just put let's start with that there is no way to create a custom index fund unless you're very very wealthy separate accounts separate accounts yeah. Yeah. but well I have a hard time imagining and both of us have lawyers in the family <laughs> we are not but thankfully I I cannot imagine how anybody any anybody would say, Dude, you have these stocks, and you're suing these companies because you own them in Vanguard's Index 500
2: fund. I, it's an I interesting just, conundrum, John. Thank you for I've the I've never question. heard of it, let's but go thanks back, for the question. Let's yeah. go back to the phones uh, Yeah, quickly before we get to the top of the hour. Vicky, how are you? Vicky. Oh uh, Hi, how are you? Very well. How can we help you? Okay, this is
4: not a John or Jim. This I is know. a different name.
2: I know. Well, we'll try <laughs> to deal with that as best we can.
4: Okay, my question is... Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, nine years ago, I was a con into buying annuity. Uh, I invested that time. My money was $545,000. And uh, this is uh, nine years over. And I calculated I barely made 1.2% return in the last nine years. Mm-hmm. And right now, I have, uh, I'm have. i planning and thinking about... Uh, Surrendering, pay the surrendering charge and. No, uh, oh, wait a, minute, the wait the a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! How much is surrender?
1: Hang on! Hang on! There's still a surrender charge after nine years. Yes.
4: How much? That's fifty-five
1: hundred dollars. Yeah, okay, so. Okay, one, all right, so it's yeah. a it's a one percent, yeah. yeah. Right.
4: If you wait a year, yeah, that'll go away. One percent, almost quarter percent, or whatever. Uh, but um, would that be worth? Uh, giving the surrender charge and, yes. and the transfer of this money into Vanguard funds.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You have unanimous agreement. We
2: both concur it's with a, that
1: decision. It's now a no-brainer. I
2: mean, you're just paying and all it's the not
1: cost. You're not paying much now. I would pay that little bit of nothing and get my money over to Vanguard you about know, as I fast have, as uh,
2: my... Uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch yes. goes through the Niners. Yes?
4: I have about... Uh, uh, Seven hundred fifty-nine thousand dollars with Vanguard, yeah. different aid funds. So, I. That's why my question is: Would it be worth switching uh, the money and give the surrender charge and bring it the money over to Vanguard?
2: We'll say it one more time. Yes,
1: absolutely we are absolutely supportive of your plan to go to that filthy stinking insurance company with a surrender charge after nine years That's which outrageous. leads me to believe that the commission was in the eight to nine percent range possibly um, I would run away I would have run away a couple of years ago I would have taken the two or the three or the four or the five percent hit I really would have because as Tom said it's a pay me now or suffer later. Yeah. And you suffered later with those pathetic returns when you could have been just with a massively diversified stock portfolio over that same nine years, you would have averaged about nine percent per year on your money. So you see what it cost not paying that surrender? Sometimes paying the surrender is you know, a price worth paying.
0: Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at talkingrealmoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We've mentioned a couple
1: of times the uh, retire meet event coming up really soon it's coming it's faster than you think it's february it'll be here any minute february 22nd it's retire meet 2020 it's our sixth annual event they've sold out every year and right now you we have super low ticket prices because it's very early going you can get a a ticket for one for 10 or a ticket for two people for 15 dollars but that price goes up after the first of the year so you want to get those tickets now so that you have a few extra dollars to invest right so go to retiremeet.com that's retire M-E-E-T.com, and get your tickets before the price goes up later in the week or later next week 85 5 or retiremeet.com we
0: hope you realize that the information That should keep the lawyers happy.